ladies and gentlemen of the internet welcome to the podcast love the graps um this is another one of those uh, special ones what we do um you may have noticed we had a couple of weeks off that's uh, due to pure laziness on our part um but we will be back with some regular episodes just this weekend uh we we're off to fight club pro and to the new japan show in milton Keynes. um but before that uh we've got another interview from our roving reporter uh, our man on the beat uh joe atherton a junior podcaster and he's managed to grab a quick chat with rising british wrestling star uh mealy mckenzie uh, shortly after celebrating her 18th birthday um now if you've seen millie you know what she does if you haven't seen millie then you should um but this is a lovely chat uh between joe and uh millie um at a recent show and i'm not going to mess around um i'll pass you over to joe but do remember to go over to his youtube channel and uh, sign up and subscribe for videos uh, along these lines but also other nonsense uh, he's done a couple of videos um recently uh, with little questions asked of a lot of wrestlers which uh, are worth checking out so without any further delay over to you joe Hello and welcome to another episode of Tables, Avids and Chairs. Today we've got somebody uh, sickeningly young, very talented, it is Millie McKenzie. Millie, how's it going? Good, thank you. Um, right, uh, first of all, happy birthday, belatedly. Uh, no, you turned 18, was it on Thursday? It was Sunday, but Sunday. I celebrated it like 8,000 days. Alright, oh, okay. So, how, how old did you turn? 18. 18. Great. Cracking on now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I turned uh, 35 yesterday, so... Happy birthday. Thank you, yeah. Um, Right, let's get started then. Um, What are your earliest memories of professional wrestling? Okay, so when I was, like, I think it was six or seven, I used to go to this uh, childminder's house before school, and I remember her son would play with wrestling figures, and I was never interested at all, but I remember he had, like, Undertaker and John Cena, and I just stood watching him play, couldn't care less and then like six years later oh I don't know I'm rubbish at like years I was I think it was about eight nine I saw it on the telly and again I wasn't that interested but I started recording it and then gradually I got invested in the storylines and from then on I was hooked can you remember like the first storyline or characters that made you interested in wrestling it was CM Punk was like the coolest guy on earth but the first match I ever saw was Dolph Ziggler against John Cena just on SmackDown. So, yeah, it wasn't anything special, but it just, I don't know why it hooked me. But... So what's, like, the first feud that you remember? Mm, I think at the top, like, the one that stands out was The Shield when they came down in the taxi because he was my, my favourite. And then they attacked him, and I hated them so much and now they're like I love them all is that when they debuted then yeah I I was so angry it's the first time I've ever felt like genuine anger towards some oh I was fuming yeah so uh, that would be around 2000 
10, 11, something like so. that. I think so, yeah. I'm terrible with dates. Same. I think so. Um, so, from watching The Shield, Triple Powerbomb, CM Punk, for an announcer's table, um, to actually going to training, what was the first steps that you took when you decided, yeah, that's something I'd actually quite like to have a go at myself? Um, I went to WWE Live. It's such like a cheesy story. Um, and I was sat like ringside and Dean Ambrose was like my favourite um, and after his match he like took his shirt off and gave it to me and that was the highlight of my life <laughs> at the time and I thought if I could make someone feel like how he made me feel I've achieved my life because like, it was the best day of my life like I said so if I could make someone as happy as he made me that would make me happy so yeah I just I just loved it so what made you like what was the first place where you decided to go train or take them first steps to look at go training it was around Christmas of 2014 I think Um, so I was 14 and um, I started googling places to go because I'd, I'd played football for like eight years and I was starting to get a bit fed up with that so I thought I'm going to give someone else a go and wrestling seemed like the sensible option um, so I googled places to go and I found uh, Phoenix Wrestling in Coventry which appeared to be like the closest place to me and I was asking my mum please can I ring them please and it took me about two months of convincing but eventually we rang them and I turned up and it was the scariest day of my life I mean little 40 like I was tiny tiny I pulled up outside and there's that, like, they were all lovely to me I can't find them enough but there was like three big bearded tattooed men with all like piercings and stuff and me and my mum I was like oh god I'm so scared and I walked I was the only girl and I was the youngest by about 10 years so, how did that first day go then at the start I was absolutely petrified I was terrified but as soon as I started um, actually like learning how to lock up it was okay and I realised it, it was what I wanted to do because they did look out for me and I can't thank them enough for that. So where did you go after Phoenix? It was just, it was the only place I could find that was closest to me because I, I didn't know like wrestling in England existed. I just thought it was when WWE came over and it was the first place that popped up and I think it's where Pete started. So yeah, I spoke to, and then I met, you know, Nathan Jones, the like referee, and he told me about the Hunters place and fight club training, and then I started going there. What age did you start going there then? Um, it was over a year after I started training, so I was 16, I think, nearly 17. So at this time, were you starting to like watch British shows yourself? Or? Uh, yeah, after I used to go to the Phoenix shows. Um, but they're a slightly different standard to the, like, progress and all those kind of shows. Um, So, yeah, I started going... The first kind of high-level indie show I went to was, uh, I think it was Pro Wrestling Kingdom in Telford. Um, And I remember that, and after watching that, I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. So you can... Can you remember when your first match was? My first match was on my mum's birthday... This is embarrassing. This is embarrassing. The 17th of October, 2016. So I'd have been 15. And And who was that against? It was against TJ Sky. 
um, in Leamington Spa and it was uh, looking back on it now it was disgusting <laughs> but, but at the time Tom looked after me very very well and I can't thank him enough but yeah it was it was we'll leave it where it's, it can stay in the dark depths of YouTube somewhere well, to be fair, though, you're only 15 and it was like your first ever match. You're yeah. hardly going to be... Yeah. You know. It wasn't terrible, to be fair, but it just wasn't good. <laughs> so, <clears throat> moving on, when did you start training with Fight Club Pro? So, I started training with Fight Club... So, first of all, I went to the Hunters and trained with Pete and Dan Maloney and Lean Jim. Only a couple of times. I'd go, like, once a month... Um, I think... Because, of course, at this time, you're still in school. So. Oh, yeah, still five days a week at school. Um, and then we stopped going there, and then I thought... I, I kind of got stagnant at this Phoenix level. I stayed there for a bit, and I was like, I'm not improving now. I need to kind of branch out. And that's when I started going to Fight Club. And it was around August, two years ago, I think. I think... Maybe not, I don't know. But I'm going to say around that time. And I was late because I got sent to the wrong place. And I walked in and Travis was there and I was so scared. I was like, hello. And he's like, hello. And that was it. Oh no. Yeah, it was good. So what's the training like at Fight oh, Club Pro? Is it pretty intense? Christ. Yeah, it's disgusting. Um, no, it's, it's really good, but it is very, very intense. It's, it's the best training I've ever had. And I honestly believe it is one of the best places to train in the UK. Can you remember when you made your Fight Club Pro debut? Yes, a year ago today it was. Um, yeah, I was so nervous because I'd never done a show of that level before and I didn't know how people would react because obviously I was young and no one knew who I was. So I just thought people... And I was against Kaylee, who was a face. And I was like, oh no, people are just going to automatically hate me. I'm going to have to leave and never wrestle again but luckily it was it's still one of my favourite matches and I like afterwards I started crying and I was like hiding it and I walked back through the curtain and I just put my head down and walked away and everyone's like you yeah I'm fine it was very emotional I was so happy is it like still a bit surreal for yourself thinking that you're wrestling at this level because I was watching back the other day um, footage of not the Infinity just gone, but the Infinity before where Travis won. Yeah. And you can see you, I think, in, near the front, I yeah. think, fairly near the front. The front. Right corner. That was my position. Is it weird to think that that year you were watching and then a year later you're actually in it? Yeah, it was very surreal. Like I said, when I started training at Fight Club, I'd give it five years. And if I'm not on the shows within five years, then I failed. How long did you do then? I think it was like just under a year, I think. So you just about made the five year plan then? It was August. It was six, eight months, nine months, I think. Um, But I was training three times a week. How difficult is it juggling wrestling with school? Because obviously, are you still at school or is it college now? I finished last, well, I was at sixth form. But I finished last week on my last exam. Um, but it was very hard. Like when I was 
at sick form having lessons every day it was very hard because I'd be so tired like for example this Sunday we're in Scotland and we get back at ridiculous o'clock in the morning and to go to school the next day and just sit there and have to listen for six hours was tedious tedious but I've done it now and hopefully I don't fail I probably will but hopefully not you know we'll be positive at the time, did it have like any effect on your bookings? Was it actually like um, any jobs that you had to turn down yeah. because of school? Yeah, definitely. Um, especially near the end with my exams, my mum was very. Well, she said I couldn't do any shows in May and June. You know, I have ended up doing. I think I limited it to two or three a weekend. Um, but yeah, she was more fussy than me. But I promised her that like, I'd stay at school, and she'd if I tried at school, she'd let me wrestle. So better deal and obviously I've finished now so I'm free <laughs> um, changing tack slightly um, how difficult do you think it is being a women's professional wrestler in the UK I mean the scene as a whole is you know probably the best in the world independent wise yeah. at the minute but do you think there's like limited opportunities being a female with like spaces on the card or do you think that it's actually slowly improving I mean today we're at Southside there's two shows and the first show was actually an all female show I think it's definitely improving like we're very lucky like me and the girls that are coming through now are very lucky to be a part of the scene the way it is now like growing like we were so lucky to be a part of Wrestle Queendom which was obviously I don't know if you were there but it was I wasn't there but I bought it on fight and I watched it it was amazing it was amazing and I'm doing more and more all-girl shows um, which is great and yeah I think it's definitely improving definitely improving and I think it will continue improving and there's like the more shows I do now I've noticed there's sometimes like two girls matches on the show which obviously has changed a lot Um, so that's cool as well I think if girls want the opportunities it's not more difficult you just got to work hard on you do you prefer doing women's matches or intergender matches or does it, it not really matter to you is it just two humans in a sporting situation gender's like irrelevant yeah I, I love doing both I think gender is irrelevant but obviously it's like different styles of matches sometimes um, the boys are bigger and harder to throw about most of the time so it's more of a challenge um, but oh I'm happy to wrestle anyone I like the variety it's nice to be able to mix it up and wrestle boys and girls and whoever speaking of variety you've appeared at like various different places now over the past year and a bit um, including uh, have you appeared at Rev Pro cockpit shows yes I think I've done one cockpit or two I think I've done two uh, you mentioned Eve you've started yeah. to become a regular for them now yeah I love Eve it's one of um, progress recently broken into I think your debut was the women's tournament was it to yeah, crown yeah, a number yeah. one contender yeah and uh, Defiant where you were recently their champion yeah That's, is that your first title win um, I had the Iron Fist championship which was cool when I was like, first starting again but it's my first one on like a massive scale but Iron Fist was my first bout I think people don't realise how big Defiant is the fact that it's on YouTube and yeah. on the Fight TV network yeah. it's like literally it is an independent but it is a global yeah. independent 
does that like freak you out the numbers of, of people that could potentially see your matches yeah it's like I remember when the first match went up on YouTube I didn't watch it the first day I watched it the second day and it already had like 5,000 views and now I look back and it's got like 20,000 views and it's just mad how many people from different areas see it but I've gained so much more like so many more fans if you like from around the world purely from the exposure that Defiant has given me so yeah I can't thank Defiant enough for that. Switching back to Fight Club Pro uh, recently at our last show you were uh, became a tag team champion oh yes with uh, your new best mate Pete Dunn yes the newbie Pete yes uh, how did that come about oh well we're that good of friends you know no, I don't know um, bruiser mates yes yes that's going to be the name now um, yeah I don't really know how it came about it just kind of happened like obviously we had the multi-man the show before and I won and he kind of helped me. I mean, I could have done it on my own. Obviously, yeah. Yeah, I don't need him. But he kind of helped me. And I guess I needed someone to challenge the besties. So he came and helped me because we're friends. Best mates. Yes, definitely. And he just loved me. I can, I can tell. Deep down. So, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> going to do now is a word association game. I'm going to yeah. name people... And you just say the first things that come into your head. Okay? Okay. Charlie Evans. Oh, Snake. Snake Lord. Left, right, good night. Omari. Chupa Macabre. <laughs> Travis Banks. Worm. Pete Dunn. Friend. Tyler Bate. Mustache. Trent Seven. Beard. Chris Brooks. Oh. Devil Child. Kyle Fletcher. Nice, he's nice. Mark Davis. Shriv. B. Priestley. Shrimp. Charlie Morgan. Wine and Dine Restaurants. Eve. Good. Progress. Fun. I'm so boring, I'm sorry. Fight Club Pro. My favourite. Home. Last one. Millie McKenzie. Terrible. <laughs> Poo. Where do you see yourself in five years' time? I don't know. Still I'd, in your twenties. I'd, I'd like, as long as I'm still having fun with wrestling, I'd like to travel more. Um, but as long as I'm still having fun, I'll just see where I end up and what happens and stuff. I'm fairly open to... I don't want to plan too much. I just want to see what happens. Right. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for having me. No problem. Thank you.